Welcome to the Tolkien Project for you. We hope you've enjoyed reading it, or if you are an insider, listening to it. Yes, this was a good chapter, chapter seven. So there will be spoilers. So um, maybe go listen to it now so we can all discuss it now in this podcast. Just push pause. All right. Now go over there. Read it. All right. Now you've read it. You've come back. Good. You've come back at the 34-second mark. Exactly. You haven't missed a thing. We've just been drinking coffee. True. And some of us have been drinking champagne. Maybe. But you had to get ready. That would not be you. (laughs) But you had to get ready for your role today. today. Yeah, you gave me a lot of lines today. Yeah. Well, I think I think Natar is the big star for now. I don't think we knew that was her name until uh, today's offering. What do you think she is? Man, you were (laughs) you were asking the wrong person because I mean. It might be a word that I don't even know, because I don't know all the all the words of the different types of people. But I mean, she well, the crazy thing I I can tell you this from what I read in the chapter, she is higher in the hierarchy, the demonic hierarchy, or more powerful than the, the Balrogs, which mm-hmm. I think are quite powerful, right? Yeah, well, so I can't. I mean, she's major. Yeah, we can't say Balrog because that is a copyrighted thing. Oh, I thought I said Balrog. You did. Yeah, so the story okay. we call our Balrocks Bal Balrocks. So you call Balrogs. Balrocks, and now they can't sue me. I love it. Watch, suddenly a bunch of Tolkien lawyers helicopter in and serve me with writs. But I'll just be like, get in line, the FBI is at the door. <laughs> exactly. So uh, a Balrock, you know, remember from the big scene in the movies when it comes out and Gandalf says, you shall not pass. Remember you shall and, not pass. And it's a big... Now people have... What do they look like? Well, they look like big demons. They have, yeah. like, I mean... The movie version is influenced by the Ralph Bakshi version, which is sort of like a giant, almost like a minotaur thing, like a big thing. Mm. And then it's got bat wings, and it's got a sword and a flaming whip. But a minotaur is half bull and half human, right? So they kind of look Yeah, like it's that? kind of like a demonic beast. But then it okay. has big wings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, like that is very much the movie thing. And I think it's a brilliant version of it. Mm-hmm. But it's not actually the Tolkien version, if you ask mm. the purists. Which, um, it's the the one in the uh, in the, the Tolkien purists and the Similian, Sim, Similian, um It's just a, it's just a, a bee, uh, like a, like a dark angel. Mm. And so it was more, and I think I think the movie conception is actually the way to go. Um, but you know, everybody has their preferences, and people who've put a lot of time and energy in things like to argue about things. And so I like the discussion, but personally, I prefer the movie version. I think that's a pretty amazing, awesome, you know, fear-struck thing. And and this is, um, and the Balrogs were, um, you know, big giant warriors in the Silmarillion. Uh, they, they did a lot of damage. Um, it, when we meet them in Lord of the Rings, it's because the dwarves went too deep in their minds and they dug one up and then it basically whipped their butts. Mm. And Gandalf knows it's there, but he's trying to he's trying to sneak through, and that that obviously does not work out for Gandalf. And so um, Gandalf is a Maiar, Ooh, which is an which word. is an angel. He's not a human. He's actually one of five angels. Mm-hmm. And so the opposite of Maiar in Tolkien Elvish is Umayar, 
So this is a dark angel. This is a this is this could be like almost like a dark Gandalf. So that's what this creature is all about. Was that a word that you also had to change slightly to not get sued? So you change it to No, Maya? I think I can use I think I can okay. use Tolkien. That's kind of like elves. Tolkien and elvish stuff. until the Tolkien yeah. lawyers show up and then I'm like get behind the FBI. So who's was Balrog? Balrog that you Balrog was use. Tolkien and I think it was probably copyrighted by um the Tolkien estate. You have to actually go through the copywriting oh, so process. Oh, so you kind of looked and you're like, okay. And then Dungeons and Dragons tried to use Balrogs, and then they couldn't, so they oh. had to come up with a different monster name. Okay. I forget what they... Let's see if I can come up with it. But it was, it was a different monster name altogether. Interesting. So... I think one of the things I was trying to figure out, because I always... Because I don't have... Well, obviously... <laughs> I think of things in biblical terms, because that's like real life stuff anyway... But also, I don't have a ton of knowledge of Tolkien, you know, uh, not person types, organism types, whatever, whatever you would call that. Races? Races. Um, or like D&D, you know, I don't know a ton about that. But I was trying to figure out, because in like biblical terms, you never really hear of like a female demon. Mm-hmm. Not saying they don't exist, but that's just not really like right. ever mentioned and so you don't really think of that. So I was trying to figure out like how that works because it's she's a even more powerful. Succubus. Oh, okay. Is but you're not Natar is not a succubus. Okay. <clears throat> Are you going to tell us what she yeah. is or not yet? Uh well we're going to get to it and okay. I think there's been some hints, hints in here. Hmm. Um, it, he the the Balrock refers to her as one of the master's weapons. Mm. So I well, think she's that we a sword, right? We don't know. Oh, she's a forged thing. She's yeah, a created she's a thing. thing. Mm-hmm. You know. So okay. and we are riffing on Lord of the Rings. But it's interesting but that a forged. If you weapon... think you got the answer from that, what I just said, you might. But. I think we're going to blow your mind here with how we play with this. You're probably going to blow my mind because, yeah, I don't know stuff like this. So I'm always like, whoa. But, like, it's interesting to me as someone that doesn't know that much about this stuff that a f- some sort of forged weapon that has, uh, like, a personality in it, however that works, is more powerful than a very powerful right. demon being Balrog. Right. Well, that's – so if we go to D&D things, this is a, this is a named artifact – so it has a lot of those times those artifacts would have in it like what I think we can like we can understand it now in ways that maybe kids couldn't understand it back in the day when I played D&D the way that we understood it is like you know uh, like everybody knew from the Bugs Bunny cartoon the singing sword you know or things like that so it'd be like a weapon with a personality those things began to get played with later and, and things like that like in the anime Vampire Hunter D uh, where the sword uh, was a demon and stuff like that. I think uh, Elric of Mal and the Bone is the same thing. With this here, um, the na- the answer to what she is kind of lies in what her name means in El- Tolkien Elvish, which is called Quenyan. And um, her name means killer slayer. Mm. Yeah. So she's some sort of major weapon. She's some sort of major weapon. And and maybe I'll throw in a little quick hint here, and maybe people will enjoy it, and that'll be kind of the fun part. So like I said, we're, we're riffing on Lord of the Rings. Now, think about that. Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think there's just the one ring. Right. There's a poem. There's a bunch of rings. Yeah. And all the rings had names. 
So let's just leave it there. Interesting. And also, like, I noticed that Malrond wears a lot of rings. Malrond wears a lot of rings. That seem to maybe at least some of them have power. So I, I would I feel like that's a pretty safe bet. And he's maybe seems bad. It, it's <laughs> like if you're reading, a, yeah, Malron, as someone, I think Robert DeFrank asked me, is, is Malron smoking his own stash? <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, does he believe his own lies? Oh, okay. And the answer is, I, I gave, and mm. you know, if you follow me on, on Facebook, sometimes you get a few little spoilers there. The answer is, no, Malron doesn't yeah, believe his own like lies. Yeah, I feel like he knows. He, he knows, knows his deception. He knows right? what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I think we're I think we're effectively playing with a lot of things that maybe people wanted to play with in the original Lord of the Rings, just like we did over at Galaxy's Edge. We played with bounty hunters and and um, you know Jedi's, but in our own way of doing it, and mixed them up. And you know the hero's journey was more in the portion of a twelve-year-old girl with a penchant for revenge, and then she. Uh, kind of became what she became and things like that. So I think when we do these, I wouldn't call them meta, but when we take classic things, you have to remember when Lucas did Star Wars. Oh, Medusa <laughs> screwed us. <laughs> That's Medusa's phone. Um, you know, that we can, we take the archetypes or we take the things, we take the settings, we take aspects. We don't tell the same story. We tell a different story. So I think we're kind of really doing that with Lord of the Rings right now. We're telling, we've got, we've got our Aragorn, we've got our Gandalf, we've got our Pippin, Babin, Bilbo, Frodo, um, and now we've got our Balrog. These were all things that were very interesting to people, and I bet, like, in certain ways, people would have liked a little more screen time for some of them. So, you know, the fun of doing this book is that perhaps we can play with those things and have fun. So we hope that you are appreciating the project. And if you're just reading this uh, over at the Substack and you're reading the free version, um, just keep in mind, if you do decide to subscribe to the podcast, you get the audio version where you can hear the Medusa play the part of Natar. And it, that is worth the price of admission. Plus, you're supporting the podcast, and we're going to be doing some new and interesting things. And I have a little YouTube feature that I'm setting up with an artist. That um, It might go live on this Tuesday. If it does, I'll send you an email and kind of let you know uh, what it's going to be. Um, but that might be a new kind of fun way to enjoy this project uh, visually. So we thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope that you have a great weekend, and we will be back next week with the Tolkien Project. Say goodbye, Natar. Goodbye.